listened to some stuff today. Um, it was kind of like light today with people in and out of the office. So I had some stuff on in the background. Now, I will say I was listening to some, like, watching some, like, lion stuff. I mean, I'm obsessed with the Serengeti and everything else. But I did come across some of the whacked out weirdo stuff. Now, most of the stuff I, I, it's, I try to keep out of my feed. But I saw some stuff today and I foolishly clicked on it. And I was listening to a young lady, Brittany Venti, I guess, trolled some Rolo Tomasi guy who I guess is like a Manosphere guy. They say he's like the godfather stuff and wrote some books or whatever. I don't know. But it was so funny how she like did a whole bunch of stuff to this guy, like pretended to something. Anyway, the point is, go just look it up. I was cracking up because I was thinking about it back in my fitter final younger days. You know, I wasn't like a player. However, she did something that I thought was so funny that I, it was reminiscent of when I was younger. And uh, oftentimes with men, it was just so easy to just stroke their ego. You know, they, and it just, they, they were like the easiest ones, especially the ones that were super cocky. All you have to do is just stroke their ego. Oh, how smart you are, how strong you are, or whatever. I would have never thought of that. You know, like all that kind of stuff. But what's interesting was I remember back in the day when guys would be so surprised. They're like, oh, you're smart and pretty back in my bitter back days. They would be so surprised when they found out that I had a brain of mine or whatever. Because, you know, back in the day, I never lived with my resume or anything like that. Well, at least very few times that we say that. But it's just so so easy. I was thinking about people who have these, like, really, like, awful egos. And back then, at least back in my generation, all you had to do was stroke the egos of men. And it's sad, but it was so true. It's like, so I, when I listen to some of these guys, they get out here on these podcasts and they talk and yammer on. And I'm like... You guys are like the easiest to finesse. And sure enough, this Rolo guy, another content creator reported on this guy too. Um, he was like finessed by two, and I say with earmarks, dumb women. Clearly they weren't dumb. But I just thought it was so funny. Like the, the joke was on him. The gag was on him. Back in the day, you know, all you had to do was just not challenge a guy, right? Like if you just wanted to just be done with something or if you like I was kind of like spoiled back in the day all you have to do is just not challenge them and their ego is stroked so it made them feel as if they were the most masculine but it was just so hilarious you know you just don't say anything like oh oh wow you you thought of that wow that's such a really good idea oh my goodness I can there were like countless times when I would especially in my 20s, like, I would, like, have an idea and somehow convince the guy that it was their idea. I mean, it was just so simple. I'm not saying it was my proudest moments, but I'd be like, oh, I think you would really like this. You know what? Because you did allude that one time to whatever, you know. So the men back in the day were just so easy, especially the cockier, the easier that it was. The finer they were, the easier it was because most of them were not used to being told no 
they were used to just doing what they wanted. They they had anyone that they wanted. And I know men don't want to hear this, but I felt like I was surprised. I felt like it's an honor for you to be with me. <laughs> um, you know, because I felt like I had a lot of great qualities. I was fit, feminine, and friendly. Isn't that what they say in the whole manosphere thing? So I I was all those things. But then on top of that, I was smart and I was driven. I had goals and I had a set of standards for myself. I had a set of boundaries I didn't want anyone crossing. At least not consciously that I knew of that they crossed. So it was so easy. Um, Guys like that. Now I'm not saying I was a player because I was not a player. I wasn't the kind of person who was just getting around and stuff like that. It wasn't like that. But, you know, I had a way of making guys like me. Not because I had to show off my goods. I didn't have much anyway. I was super slim, actually. But I think it was because I was really more natural, too. But I was just smart. And so, you know, I knew how to play into their insecurities by making them seem super just, like, smart and masculine. Now, it wasn't really difficult for them to be super masculine and big or whatever towards me, right? Because I was tiny back then, right? But it was just like one of those things where they were like the big guy and he was just so strong and he made all of these key decisions. You know, I will say, you would see the breakdown in a relationship when they recognize like, oh, we really do have a brain. I remember this one time I was out. Now, this wasn't a dating thing, but this was back in my younger days when, like, when we, for those of you who don't know, we used to go out to clubs, right? But it'd be more like happy hour or lounges. And I remember, and I think I told this in another um, video before, I was out. I was meeting some guy friends of mine, actually, because, you know, most of the people I knew at work were men. I was in a very technical field. And, um, and when I was prior military, too. So we met back when I used to go to clubs. It was down in D.C. For those, okay. All right, back. My phone overheated, so I had to pull it off. So back in the day, I, so when it used to be Zanzibar H O, I think it was H O at the time when I was out in this club scene in D.C. and. I remember I was meeting some guy friends of mine, and they were like super chauffeurs. They was really cool, and so some of them, you know, they they had nice little bodies, you know, they they had a cute little look about them. But we were just all cool. And I remember what happened was I actually went home that day. They called me back. I was like, hey, they're like, come on, come meet me out. I'll take care of you. It's all good. We're just gonna hang all about. So we were cool, like three or four of us. And I wound up showing up a little later than them. You know, but it was like around maybe six, seven o'clock. So in the wintertime, it's, it's dark. OK, and now usually at this point, you're, you'll be out at like happy hours right up to seven or eight. But this time they called me out. So I, I meet them out. And I remember I actually wound up meeting a guy that I dated there. But the guy that I'm going to tell you about was at the um, the counter ordering a drink. It was like you could sit there and order a drink and some stuff. So anyway, I met this guy. It was so funny. This guy, I couldn't tell you his name. I don't even remember what he looks like. I couldn't pick him out. Of, I couldn't pick him out from a can of paint. But at the time, I was sitting at the bar, and I was just 
um, when I had arrived and my friends was like, hey, you good? I'm like, yeah, I just want to sit here for a minute, enjoy a drink, just have a conversation with somebody, you know, because I wasn't trying to like hover around them, let them do their macking. And I sat at this bar and this guy, <laughs> this guy, he comes to the bar. Let's just call him Bob because I don't remember his name. He was like, hey, what's going on? My name is Bob. What's your name? All that good stuff. Pleasant in the beginning. And he was like, he just starts talking. And I guess he thought he was going to mac me down. So he starts telling me about how, um, uh, no, I said, what do you like to do for fun? And he's like, yeah, I like to travel. Now, keep in mind, I have been all over the world at this point because I was part of the military. And even when I got out of the military, to so travel. So this guy, because remember, I lived, I lived overseas. So this guy was like, oh, yeah, I like to travel and you know, maybe you and I can hang out sometime, and I was like, oh, okay, that sounds good, you know, just, I that wasn't really, like, thought up, so, but I do like to be nice to people, okay, I wasn't one of those people who was, like, really mean, and the guy was like, yeah, you know, you stick around with me, you know, you'll see the world with me, and I'm like, oh, really, so I this one, I'm like, okay, so he's telling me what he does, and I don't remember what he does, he might have, I don't know, but it wasn't anything that was wowing me because I'm used to being around professionals. So the guy was going on and on. He's like, yeah, I'm amazing in every way and I can do no wrong. And I was like, oh. He's like, I like to travel. And then I just played into it. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. You must be really cultured. I didn't even ask where he had been at this point. I was like, oh, you must be really cultured. That's really great. So, you know, I'm just playing into it. I'm like, oh, you sound like you have a great profession in whatever. He's going on and on. All I wanted to do was just have some fun and have a drink. And I was hanging out with my buddies at the time. I don't even remember who it was. That's how long ago. This is probably like 15, 20 years ago. And so the guy was like, yeah, you know, if you hang around with me, you know, you can see the world with me and maybe you and I can just conquer the world together. And I'm sitting here listening to this guy run down his resume. And I'm totally beating his ego. I'm like, oh, wow, that sounds amazing and blah, blah, blah. So with that being said, as he's going into that, and I said, oh, so where have you been? Now, keep in mind, this this is in D.C. So, you know, D.C. is like professional central. Okay. They call it Chocolate City for a reason. There's a lot of fine men down there. A lot of people are professional and point up. But this guy was like, you know. I'm a professional toenail clipper, and <laughs> I was like, he was like, and I travel, yeah, so let me tell you, if you hang out with me, you know, maybe you and I can go to Miami, <laughs> and, you know, we really become serious, you know, maybe we'll hit, like, the Bahamas, and I'm sitting here listening to this guy, like he's putting me on or something, I was like, oh, that sounds wonderful, all I did was just play into his ego, I wasn't planning on doing anything with this guy, I just wanted to have a little drinky drink at the end of happy hour, which eventually turned into club time, and I was at the bar, and I was just hanging out with some people, and this guy was just like, the point where I'm going was, it's just so easy with these guys, with these egos. And eventually, he's yammering on. He bought me a drink. I let him buy me a drink. I mean, like, if you want to do it, right? So I didn't ask. I always came, like, prepared, you know, just in case. But my, my guy friends had me covered anyway. But I was good with me. 
So this <laughs> this guy was like, "What do you drink?" And he brought me to drink. He's like, so I haven't really asked you anything about you. I'm so sorry. I, you know, I'm all into myself. And the guy was going on and on. And he's like, so what do you like to do? Blah, blah. I said, oh, I like to travel too. And he's like, oh, what do you do? I told him I did. He goes, oh. He's like, well, where have you traveled? So I started dropping bombs on him. He, he sat there. I kid you not. He's like, so basically you must think I'm an idiot. I just sound like a fool. And I actually was like, I mean, you know, I didn't want to crush him, but I kind of wanted to be honest, like, oh, so I just kind of smiled and laughed it off, and I was like, eh. and homie was like, I feel real stupid right now, so I want to saying to him, I get it, that obviously that works on many women, but I was like, why don't you just try talking to people and not run down your resume, and he was like, yeah, I thought I was doing something. I was like, yeah. I said, when you talk about traveling, I'm going to be honest. I said, you haven't even had your passport stamped. I'm like, you should not use that as your stick. Like, you shouldn't do that. Where I'm going with this was, the whacked out manosphere and the whacked out weirdos, they're the easiest ones to um, finesse and to fool because all you have to do is play into their ego. Okay. Back in the day, I was able to have my significant other and I, I wasn't like caught up and I think the thing that really messed people up was because I was never caught up like I always had a backup plan I always had my own money and I just had my own identity I, I just had my own standard for myself my own identity my own sense of like who I am and how I wanted to show up in this world um at a young age, I was forced to have a strong constitution about myself. So when you have some of these whacked out weirdos, when they want to, you know, flex or whatever like that, if you're not really interested in anything serious, it's just so easy to hype them up. So I was listening to how this other content creator had reacted to this Brit Brittany Venti girl. And I was looking at Brittany Venti, I think. And I was just hee-hawing about the whole thing. I was like, um, I didn't go through her whole video because I, I went through a good portion of it. But like the point, um, she was just like, she had me giggling because her and some other girl who ran game on on this dude, like they totally were just like, even like the way they wrote these scammer emails, it was hilarious. They totally played into this man's ego. He thought he was doing something. He thought that he had some sort of scandal and he was going to like out her or something. And it was all made up. The point I'm making was they totally like scam this guy. You play into this person's ego. You can get them to do or believe in anything. That's how I feel the whacked out weirdo um, manosphere is. They're, they're, they need women who don't have a strong constitution about themselves and men. They, they have to cultivate this cult following with a bunch of people who don't have a brain cell that's useful between any of them. Many of these people don't have a strong constitution about themselves. They need to be validated by some person on some podcast. One of the things I tell my daughter, I say it a lot. I'm like, we don't look to for validation because if they are the validator, then that means they can also invalidate you. Um, I just feel like these people, these whacked out weirdos, 
They're not used to dealing with people who have a strong constitution about themselves, who can think for themselves, who can maintain their money. And let me tell you, by definition of, you know, like, I mean, I, I, I work, I'm in um, a career field that's dominated by men. I would be considered a modern woman. Yet, they are saying that modern women don't get married. I'm like, it's most certainly not true because many of the people I know are modern women and they are most definitely married. They may or may not have been stay-at-home moms for a period of time. I know I was for a few years, but I know um, families, um, women who are married and they're, they're doctors or they're engineers like myself or whatever. Um, but yeah, like they, they definitely, they're not loud people or anything like that, like, all these stereotypes of people, like, all these modern women are out on, on these OnlyFans sites, and they're twerking for the world, I'm like, what kind of world do you live in, I mean, are there a group of people who do those sorts of things, of course, but I'm like, the question becomes, who do you choose to surround yourself with, because if that's the only world we know of how women are, this so-called thing about modern women, I'm sitting here thinking, like, then the problem is you. I didn't have any issues with getting married. You know, they're like, modern women don't want to be moms. They want to be 304s and stuff like that. I'm like, this is why I had to stop listening to some of these crazy people. I'm just sitting here thinking, like, what, how are you, who are you surrounding yourself with? Because I don't surround myself with people who are into this sort of thing. Any race, any social category, like, and nothing. Most of us are too busy trying to secure a great livelihood, raising our children, married, or whatever. So who are the people that they're surrounding themselves with? And if you're 30-something years old and you're still hitting the club scene, I don't, I don't know anybody when I was in my 30s doing that. Once the blue moon maybe hit a lounge, but like, who's going out to these places? Who's clubbing it up? Do clubs even still exist? So I was just sitting here like, these whacked out weirdos, to be honest, they're the easiest ones to finesse because either they don't believe what they're saying and they're just preying on a group of individuals who are so, I don't know, or these are some really, truly whacked out weirdos. They're just so weird. Because, like, some of the things that they're talking about, it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even make sense. And like I said, the whacked out weirdos are the easiest ones to finesse. The main thing you have to do is just stroke their ego. Because they're suffering from low self-esteem. I mean, I haven't been single for a long time. But I'm telling you, if I were out there in these streets and if I really wanted to just get somebody like I first of all I'll drop a couple pounds but honestly I would just totally stroke the ego I would totally stroke somebody's ego I mean I don't like to get down like that now I'm older wiser <laughs> but when I was younger and I dated a little older too I was like oh wow that's such a good idea wow you pick this place out, man, what other things, what other great places, you know, you know, it was just like, come on, like when people would say things like, oh man, maybe we could travel, now I know I've been around the world, but I mean, like some of the things that people would say were hilarious, 
Or they'd be like, you know, I want somebody who's going to grow with me. I want somebody who's smart and say the other. And then when they ask what you do, they're like, oh, I'm like, but yeah, I would totally just play into their masculinity. Man, you're just so big and strong. <laughs> wow, you are so smart. Now I'm exaggerating, but it's, it, there's a way you do it. Like I said, some of these guys are so dumb. They're the easiest ones to finesse. Let me tell you something. Some of the biggest players are the easiest ones. You can get them out of their entire little paycheck. I'll have you have, signing your whole little paycheck over. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's literally. So then they get mad when, like, these girls become groupies of, like, like maybe the NBA players or the football players or whatever. Because all these women do. It's playing to their ego. And there's something wrong with playing into a man's ego a little bit, right? Men want to make women feel feminine and sexy and, and desired and, and, and all these things. And, and women want to make men feel respected and valued and strong and capable. But like I said, these guys back in the day, they're like the easiest ones to finesse. I want to make it clear. I want to make this abundantly clear. Anyway, I have my own goals. I always wanted to have my own freedom. Like, I wanted to have agency in myself. Emily, unless you were going to really be a true partner with me, I'll be a partner with you. Like, in order for me to surrender or anything like that, like, I have to feel completely, like, safe. I have to feel secure. Take this turn. Well, I got this arrow. Take it, take it, take it. Woo! Made it. I just feel like that's just where I'm at with it. As long as I'm made to, as long as I feel um, secure, I have to feel sexually secure, emotionally secure, physically secure, financially secure, spiritually secure, all these things. Then, yeah. But see, if that security is not there, then why would I want to surrender or submit or anything to you? I don't trust you. Because now my, my livelihood is going to be threatened. I know when I was single, I was able to take care of myself. Um, but when I dated, I think the men loved the fact that I could take care of myself. But they wanted to do more for me because probably because I didn't need them to. But they wanted to. I didn't have to ask for anything. I really didn't. Like, literally, I didn't have to ask for anything. All I had to do was, yes, I'm taking a whole bunch of shortcuts through a whole bunch of residential area. So, I, I didn't have to ask for anything. They just gave it up. You just, you know, you just, as long as the person, if I felt secure, I'll play and see whatever it is you want. You know? <laughs> but anyway... So all of these guys out here on these whacked out weirdo podcasts, um, yeah, I definitely, definitely, the key to them is to play into their ego. That's what you have to do. Easily finesse, play into their ego, make them feel so masculine. They're so alpha. All right. Those are just my both thoughts. Don't get mad at me. Now, look, I don't do those things. I'm old now. I'm 46. <laughs> you know, those were back in the days. Um, but yeah, I remember my fitter, finer, younger self. 
that's just where I'm at with it. Don't get mad at me that some of these younger girls have figured it out. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. What I'm saying is the ones who are like that weird, they're the easiest ones to finesse. They are. All right. Let me know your thoughts. Don't get mad at me.